Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Where will each chapter take you? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. After a stressful take on the valley, there's nothing more relaxing than playing a round of June's Journey. I take in all the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. So can you crack the case? June needs your help, detective. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, doll faces. Welcome back to another episode of It All Happened, the Vanderpump Rules Edition. Luke and I are here to recap. Yeah, we are. And it, it all happened this week. Oh, it did all happen. The puzzle pieces are just falling into place. It's cringy. It's so cringy. This episode was the cringiest thus far. It is. And at the same time, like I'm looking at it thinking what was picked up. How much of this was already set up like this before the stuff came out about Sandoval? Well, the thing is what you have to remember, which you don't know firsthand. And for the listeners, they have hundreds of hours of footage. And at the end of the day, like it is a television show and it is the job of the editors and the, you know, the executive producer, the showrunner to look at all of this footage and look at all of these stories and what everyone on this cast is going through and then to create essentially like a storyline, a story arc, what's important, what's not. Right. But what we're seeing, it happened. So what, they shoot like five, ten times the content that they actually use? Oh my God, yeah, half this, like you could go to have a lunch for two hours that never airs at all or like 13 seconds of it airs. Yeah. The faces that we saw, the looks on those faces, the words that came out of these people's mouth, holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, well, let's get started. So we open up and it's a little caravan, a little double date as they wanted it to appear, a car ride to glamping with Tom, Tom, Ariana and Rachel. Mm -hmm. The place looked pretty cool. Yeah. They went to. That's great. It was cool. (laughs) Um, I thought it was, I mean, whatever. That was a little lackluster, but I do love that then when Sheena and Brock came, (laughs) um, that she was like, "Uh, for me, glamping is like air conditioning but in nature (laughs) (laughs) which 
You know, it's kind of a fair point. We had air she would never she would never last on your ranch, but Sheena's adorable. So this they're just basically they set us up. They're the six of them, which appears to be almost like a triple date, except that Raquel and Tom Schwartz are friends. And now what we know makes it even more uncomfortable because we know that Tom Sandoval and Raquel are banging. But we'll get back to that. So then we move on and we have uh, Lala's gorgeous office. Shout out to give them Lala and all of her products with James. And I want to shout out to the editors for the super fun, like black and white edit that they did. You know, it was like Lala telling the story and then they're like, let me rewind to. That was cool. Yeah. They're putting some money into that editing. So then we hear within this fun edit that there is a bomb dropped at Lisa's house. By Ken Todd. Right. (laughs) Uh. He drops the gossip bomb about Raquel sleeping at Tom Sandoval's house while Ariana is out of town. Interesting choice. I mean, I think about trying to put my mind in the reality space of that. Mm -hmm. It's like, if this were to actually happen and not be a producer stunt. Totally. Did Lisa tell him in bed, like pillow talk, like I heard, like I was talking to Raquel and this happened and he was just sitting there processing it and he comes out and he's just like, I just can't get over the fact you just told me this. Yeah. That would be the way I think that they would want it to seem. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what guys, I'm an ex cast member for eight seasons. So we all know better, but I do think it was a very fun choice to have Ken dip into like the little gossip mill. Right. And then dip out and then to dip out and like, yeah, just kind of walks away. Like, "Hmm, anyway, it's, it's, it was very like Jax Taylor of him, like the first few seasons of Vanderpump Rules because Jax was so key at like kind of, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire and Jax would like light the match and walk away. He would just like say the little thing he heard and then go anyway and then like leave where everyone's going, wait, what? Huh? What just happened? Good job, Ken. Taking Jack's duty since Jax isn't on anymore. That's funny. I like it. And so then within this montage, we find out that Raquel shows up to Sir for a food tasting, super hungover, and admits to Lisa and company, Guillermo and Natalie, that she, in fact, slept at Tom's. And then within same montage scene, we have Tom and Tom on the phone with Lisa in the car. Right. And the lies begin. The lies start just rolling. I dipped out. I'm sorry. She dipped out. She dipped out. What does dip out mean, Luke? Left. It means she left. Yeah. There's no way around it. Went home, left, went somewhere else, is not there she anymore. She left the premise. Like, she left exactly. the house. She right. dipped out. She went home. She took off. Not like, oh, and she like dipped out to like the bedroom or like the whatever. Because then throughout the episode, we hear how many versions of where Raquel slept that night. It certainly was kind of fluid. It was, she slept on the couch. Couch. She dipped guest. out. She slept Went up in the to guest my room. Wait, I, I mean like the guest room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where did she sleep? What, what was the Clearly together. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Whoops. Slip. And what irritated me the most about part of this montage, which you guys, I think as listeners are going to find a little uncanny, but in like not very me of me, but as much as Lisa and I do not get along, kind of never really have... And I might talk a little shit about Lisa behind her back the way she does me. However, I would never in a million years call my ex-boss also, who's like my friend's mom, just like an elder person in my life, dude or man, or raise my voice. Right. 
like, dude, come on, man. Like, that's your business partner. She actually owns the restaurant that you have equity in. Boss. Your boss, essentially. And business partner. But she's also your ex-boss. You know what I mean? Right. Someone that you should treat with a level of respect. And calling her dude and man... It didn't sit well with me. Something I noticed about that conversation, though, is Sandoval speaking up so passionately and saying, I'm so over this Schwartz and Raquel thing. Oh, my God. Yes. I was like, "Okay, right there is your first signal, at least in this episode. That's like, "Okay, there's clearly something there. Why would he be so passionately over it? Why is he over the Schwartz and Raquel thing? Right. Which isn't even what Lisa was bringing up. Lisa was bringing up. Why did Raquel sleep at your house when Ariana was out of town? And why were the three of you, Tom, Tom and Raquel, in a jacuzzi all night? And he, oh, God, oh, it's just the lies start. And what I also noticed within, just to kind of go back really quickly about the way he was like super disrespectful speaking to Lisa that way. I just had this epiphany that like Tom doesn't have respect for anyone, not for his business partner, not for Schwartz. Not for Ariana, not even in past episodes. Look at the way he speaks to Greg, who's the main owner investor of Schwartz and Sandy's, the way he treated his general manager, Brett. I'm trying to think of one person he doesn't pop off on when they don't kiss his ass. It's just gross at this point to me how much Ariana and Schwartz and people just have his back to the end. I know. It's really, I mean, there's, it's like I applaud that loving and and having someone's back you know ride or dying but like it's so sad to watch knowing what we know now blind loyalty Mm -hmm. so again sandoval keeps saying dipped out and this is when he's talking to james kennedy and the way that that scene went just to give you like vanderpump ride or dies what it reminded me of was i can't remember what season it was on but we were in mexico when i was still on the show And people were trying to claim that James and I had hooked up like near a jacuzzi or in the jacuzzi or whatever. And then when all the boys were at the golf course and Tom Sandoval tried to change James's words and his interaction with James reminded me so much of that. Like Tom's just trying to manipulate these situations and manipulate like the way things are being said, what is being said, changing his own narrative, even though it's like, dude you can't keep your mouth shut and you're telling all these people, all these different stories. You can't just be like, Oh, dipped out. Like, and then, then that clip that they showed with Brock and Schwartz and the guys at the basketball court, he just, he stuck by dipped out, meaning she left because Brock's like, Oh, dipped out. I mean, she like went home. Raquel didn't stay. Right. And they're like, yeah, she dipped out. Yeah. And yeah, like basically Brock asked almost like a double question. And rather than Tom addressing the question, he just went, yeah. Yeah. She dipped out. He just went, yeah. Like, right. Oh, God. So then we kind of start touching on the horrible poor Ariana. So much loss, so much grief that Ariana's grandmother passed away. And yet Tom is out in Newport at our friend's house just partying. When Ariana actually said, like, are you going to come home? Which we get to at the, at the end of this episode as well. But this was just a little Easter egg, the little nugget to get us started. And I just want to shout out to Lala for her intuition just always being fucking on connecting the dots and having confidence in it. it yes and sticking and being convicted to how she feels rather than kind of agreeing with with the group okay so now we're back at glamping and we have raquel's confessional and her stupid speech that was just horrific 
and so full of shit. Like my best friends, and I just love every all of you. Like you're all there for me. Yeah, right. Everyone is there for you, and you're not there for anyone, Rachel. Right. Well, it looked like she was really genuinely in her feels at the time, but there were some glances and stuff between. Was she on Molly? That would make me in my feels too. <laughs> okay. Fair point. Very fair point. Oh, so Ariana oh, yeah. asks, you know, did anything happen while it was gone? Mm-hmm. And that's when Rachel says, you know, they talk about them going home, getting in the hot tub. And yeah, she's like, like, yeah, like we always do. Yeah. Right? And, and then Rachel says a new story. You know, I just, you know, passed out. I slept on the couch. That's right. She goes, yeah, I just passed out on the couch. And Tom was like, and I told her, like, you go to the guest room. And Ariana's like, yeah, you can sleep in our guest room. Right. So again, where did she sleep? Total trust. And mm-hmm. it keeps changing. Mm-hmm. And you know what really another just like it wasn't small, but like a, a moment was when Ariana was talking about, you know, having to go to, to go out of town because her grandmother passed away and just realizing that she just lost her dog of like almost two decades. Then her grandmother passes away. And while she's telling the group this and she's getting emotional, who consoles her? Sheena? Brock. Does Tom even get up while Ariana's like crying? I can't imagine if you were sitting, Luke, if you were sitting across from me and we were like that and either one of us was going through that and like kind of broke down, not like running over to you or like walking over to you and like sitting with you and hugging you, consoling you. Exactly. He just doesn't even do it. He's like staring at fucking Raquel the whole time. Just everything about his face in that glamping scene just pissed me off. His face was beet red. He was caught in lies. It was just so obvious. So, anywho, uh, then we get to the photo shoot for Lala's robes, Forgive Them Lala, which was gorge. Love all three of those girls. They looked beautiful. Um, however, I'm going to be a little petty because I wonder if Katie was the creative director because it looked a lot like the Witches of WeHo wine shoot that we did a few years back. That's all I have to say about that. But I love Lala and I love those girls and I'm so proud of all my friends who are entrepreneurs. Um, then back to glamping. Right. And Ariana and Sheena go into the yurt to talk about beach day. Mm-hmm. And can I say, I, I kind of feel bad for Sheena in this moment watching like as her friend and as a viewer, because it's like Sheena can't see. It's almost like she's, she's like blinded, like with the Tom and Raquel stuff. Like she can't see it clearly at all because she's so trusting and doesn't and doesn't want that shit to be true. But she's also so hyper focused on Katie being the bad guy. I feel like that's what I felt in that scene. She was so focused on Katie being the one to talk about this open relationship shit, blah, 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 that she that was her focus rather than opening her mind up to the possibilities that there's some shady shit going on. Right. So and it made me feel sad for Sheena because I know it came from a place of love where she was like trying to figure it out, but just not seeing the truth when it was in front of her, you know? Right. Yeah. Just like kind of similar to Lala going at Schwartz on the beach day, not really defending James, but kind of the timing wise, mm-hmm. but she was so focused on the way Schwartz has treated her, what she's done right. with Randall or, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Focus was elsewhere on that situation. Which she like means so well, but yeah, the focus is in like the wrong place. Right. So, oh, and then, you know what, you guys, this was like one of the most detrimental parts for me. Spilling the ranch? Yes. God, I love you. You know me so well. Like, Raquel, you can't do anything right. And then you spill a giant bottle of ranch, you fucking soulless devil woman. I would lose my shit. There's no way that you can possibly Instacart or like Postmates ranch dressing. She ruined the whole trip. I think I would have tripped her if I were there. That's just how I feel about ranch. I'm very passionate. 
Yeah, you are, babe. Um, oh, and then Schwartz calls that. Oh, my God. I like almost peed my pants when Schwartz was like, Raquel, something about being out for blood, but you have a type. Yeah, absolutely. Because she bit her <gasps> lip. And he's like, that's only going to exacerbate your taste for blood. Oh, that's what it was. But then he's like, you have a type. Yeah. Taken. Take Schwartzy, you can't play on both sides of the fence, bro. Like that was awesome. But now stick to your guns. Be like, come on. He literally called it because he knew it for it to be factual. And then Tom and Raquel just start like laughing hysterically. It was, oh God. Blech, vomit. Oh, and then when Sandoval was like so passionate, like where he stood up and got like all like, Raquel, you're awesome. Like, don't anyone tell you otherwise. Like, you're the best. Uh, uh. And he's like being all fucking veiny and like gacked up on I don't know what. Again, it reminded me so. And I know this is a comparison that a lot of the fans say. It just reminded me so much of the way he talked about Ariana when he and I broke up at one of the reunions. And let me say, I'm not comparing my relationship with with him to the one he had with Ariana. I fucking stand Ariana. They were together for almost a decade, but it's him. It's like the way he's treating it makes me so sick because he should be treating Ariana like a fucking queen or having the balls to converse and break up if, if he's not there anymore. Right. It just, it just, ugh, it's yeah. ruining my life. And I hope everyone noticed how this whole entire time he's wearing a yellow robe Smith shirt. How dare you? How dare you wear an Ariana's quote shirt while you're glamping and fucking her best friend? It's a, a reference. I'll show you a really funny clip another time where Ariana's like super hammered in Mexico one time. And she's like the most fun drunk, as you know, on the face of the planet. But she starts like, tell, she's just talking and she just goes like, yellow robe Smith. And we're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a really funny, like almost ode to Ariana. But like, how dare you wear that shirt while you're doing what you're doing? And then Raquel gives her stupid ass speech about being a role model and womp. Do you have right. any thoughts well, about that? Cause yeah, because, well, she was saying how she wanted to be a role model and wanted to not fuck up and all these things. And first person to stand up and say something is Ariana. Com comes over, consoles uh, her, and is like, you are a role model. It broke my Believe heart. in yourself. I believe in you. You're such a good person. How did it make you feel? Like, if this was your friend group and you witnessed this. Uh, you you know some of the people in this group. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. I, you mean like in person at, at the moment or just the way or I Or in say. hindsight or whatever. <sighs> honestly it's eh. so it's like demonic yeah. it's evil yeah 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 not to like act like i'm i know everything or i'm like so intuitive I'm, i catch on to everything but i certainly think i'd be more on the la la vibe with the stuff i've heard and the things i see yeah where there's smoke there's fire and there's just too many little the again like what i said earlier the puzzle pieces just falling into place yeah and i also so i like playing poker quick mm -hmm. quickly I'll get to this, but I play the people is how I play poker. You play mm -hmm. the cards secondary, you play the people first. And I'm observing body language and everything with mm -hmm. people. And so seeing Tom's body language toward Ariana versus his body language and even his words and enthusiasm toward Raquel is Ugh. like, whoa. That's a really good point. The enthusiasm. So much enthusiasm. Weirdly. Oh, God. I'm glad you can see it. Oh, just real quick shout out to Lala and her mom, Lisa, for that hilarious like comic relief that we all needed. 
and their wonderful relationship as like best friends and mom and daughters and talking about <laughs> bumping peepees <laughs> with the dawn. It was just, I needed that moment to like lift my spirits a little bit in the middle of this episode, you know? <laughs> yeah, it was a nice little laugh to break from <laughs> It was so good. The cringe. Okay, so then we're at the HeartSpring event, which is kind of the, the finale of this episode. And Terry, Katie's mom, obsessed. I, oh my God, I love her to pieces. So Terry, Katie, and Lala are all chatting. Schwartz is like awkwardly being Schwartz, like, oh, can I get you a drink? And, you know, Katie's is. I mean, Katie's being polite, but yeah, she's giving him a bit of the cold shoulder. Like, Tom, were you born yesterday? Things don't just change overnight. Like, you haven't even apologized. You haven't even acknowledged her feelings. And when she gives you her feelings, you yell at her. And like you yell at her friends and you pop off. And then two seconds later, you're like, why is everyone so mad at me? <laughs> like, Tom, I love you. But Jesus Christ. Uh, it's just his defense mechanism Ugh. when he's caught in a lie is I to know. deflect and blow, you know, kind of blow up or like try to divert the attention somewhere else because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to have to own it. That's an excellent point. Oh, and then Raquel, like doing her walk in with Ariana and Tom Sandoval and even attempting to exchange pleasantries with Katie and her mom. And again, shout out to Katie and Terry Maloney for being polite and just going, hi, but not really even, you know, looking her way, but like, bitch, do not walk up to Katie, who you know doesn't like you, and her mother, who is still experiencing the loss of her son-in-law, and you're the bitch who made out with him. Like, Katie and Terry are like BFFs, too. Like, they have a wonderful mother-daughter relationship. What do you think Terry's going to do? Don't put them in that position. It really ruffled my feathers. Imagine if you had a girlfriend, a wife, actually. You were married. And then you guys divorce. And she starts, like, hooking up, you know, with one of your friends, blah, blah, blah. And then that friend has the balls to walk up to you and your parents and be like, hi. What? And then Lala said, Raquel's like, she's like, I used to think she was like so kind and nice, whatever. And she was like, but now she's just stealing my soul. She's like a very stupid demon. <laughs> I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Lala was all over the one liners on this one. Oh, dude, we needed it. And then next, I actually, this is something I really loved was watching Katie and Ariana conversing like adults, like friends like business partners, just having Ariana pulling Katie aside and saying, you know, I love your mom. I just, this is like kind of between us and I just want to call things out. I want you to tell me if it's true or not, like have this between you and I, I don't want anything swept under the rug. If you said something about an open relationship and they just had like a true adult conversation where there was listening and speaking and hugged it out. And it was like, finally, an adult conversation for the first time on this fucking show ever. And then it made me sad where Ariana was like, you know, basically what you, what did you say earlier? Like uh, blind loyalty. Yeah. Ariana uh, was like, well, I trust and love Raquel and my boyfriend. End of story. It just broke my heart. Way too much. Way too much. I don't want her. Ariana to be jaded though, but it's like you got now she, I, I know that she'll be a bit more cautious. Sure. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's a line between jaded and cautious right? where you can be, have your eyes open and be aware and not put the blinders up, you know, like only looking down the tunnel and not paying attention to what else is going on around you. Right. Yeah. It was sad. Anyway, I just think that Katie and Ariana both handled that like so well. Um, and then I'd like to remind everyone too, that like, in I don't remember which episode it was, maybe it was last week's or the week before, but Katie very specifically said in her confessional 
If Tom and Ariana are in an open relationship, Ariana doesn't know about it. So Katie was not spreading a rumor they were in an open relationship. That's a fact. I remember yep. that quote like very clearly. And then we end with the big fucking bomb. Tom getting caught. Getting caught in a like, oh, how did you feel? What are your thoughts? I mean, that's just, you could see how uncomfortable he was because he knew he was busted right there. And I, I actually, what I love the most about that scene mm-hmm. is how quickly Ariana called him over. Mm-hmm. When Lala's like, wait, no, this is what happened. I was standing right there and this is what I saw. And Me Ariana too. goes, okay, well, I'm not going to say, do this he said, she said thing. She's like, Tom. I'm not going to sit here and like yeah. defend him. And so let's talk about it. Right. Boom. Yep. Calls him over and then he li- drops a lie and then has to backtrack because Lala's like, I was right there between them and calls him out saying he was on the toilet when his friend left mm-hmm. and clearly wasn't the case. Right. And he just goes, well, yeah, like uh, he doesn't even have anything to back it up with. He just kind of is caught and that's that. Right. It was so cringy. Yeah. And then there's just them relating it to, I'm like, Oh, I couldn't get a car. Oh, is it really that hard to get a fucking Uber from Newport beach back to LA? You dropped what? Uh, 12 and a half grand on James Kennedy's proposal, but you can't pay for an Uber to get you back to Newport beach. Yeah. When you're shut up, when your girlfriend of all these years, her grandma died, not just like some people, their relationship with their grandma aren't as close as Ariana's, but she was devastated. She was devastated. She was very close. She like, and she even said, they say it in the episode. Like she said, like, when are you coming home? Are you going to come home? She asked him, Yep. And then he stayed for two more hours to keep partying. Ugh, it's just so... It's exactly who I've always, for very many years, have thought Sandoval is. And I was really hoping that he wasn't anymore. I thought I really saw a change, you know, when I became friends with Ariana and I became buddies with him again. I truly went, you know what? I'm not going to judge him based on whatever the hell we did in our 20s. Yeah, like, 10 no. years ago, 11, 12 years ago, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. And now it's like... Oh no, this is who you are. If you can treat someone like Ariana like this, someone who's been nothing but faithful, loving, a ride or die, your best friend, come on, bro. Makes me sick. Yeah, I actually like, as much as it is a downfall of Ariana's, I love her loyalty. Just how much she's like, no, I fully trust. I've been with him all this time. I have no reason not to trust him. And this is my best friend. Mm -hmm. And because she know, also knows in this group, people talk a lot of shit. And totally. when people are bored at times, like they like to make up things as well. Absolutely. So I, yeah, I don't fault her for that, but it just made me really sad. Yeah. Knowing what we know now. So there's two more episodes left before the reunion and shit's going to be a doozy. I can't wait. I can't believe I'm this into this show. Honestly, it's weird. And then you get to see my comeback. And if I read one more fucking comment about why I didn't dress up to go to Ariana's or how I look fat, why am I wearing Nike slides? Why am I wearing leggings and like a sweater? I'm so sorry that while my friend is grieving and literally in pajamas and crying all day that I did not wear um, an outfit that pleases all of you fucking trolls. I'm really sick of it. Yeah, no, no cocktail dress and stilettos. Why wouldn't you wear that to your friend's house? That's a mile away. Doesn't make any, you yeah. know, okay. Yeah. Dumb. Sorry. Right. I forgot to call my glam team that morning for my big return to TV. Right. You know why guys? Cause it wasn't my big return to TV. It was me agreeing to film a real moment and conversation with one of my really close friends that was in a lot of fucking pain. So to you trolls, suck a dick.
suck a dick. I dropped Kristen off that day and it was funny because I actually tried to block paparazzi that ended up still leaking a mm-hmm. photo and that wasn't very flattering and yeah. fuck them. Anyway, thanks for listening. Sorry, I don't have a six pack. Sorry, I didn't show up in stilettos. So sorry. Suck a dick. But thanks for listening and we love all of our awesome listeners and we cannot wait to talk to you next week and make sure you listen to yesterday's episode of Sex, Love, and What Else Matters because we talk about my return to Watch What Happens Live and the new competition series, The Goat, which is my real return to TV. And there's just so much more to come. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.